Hello, everybody. Tracy, Mrs. J-Dog Flanagan with you here today. I'm the co-founder and senior vice president at J-Dog Brands, and I would like to welcome you back to another exciting episode of Tactical Treasures. Our podcast gives veterans, mill spouses, and military influencers a voice in the veteran space to speak about their service, how they are affecting their communities post-service, and a tactical treasure from their past that has shaped their journey in their military career, business, or life. Today, I have the amazing pleasure to speak with Nate McDonald. Nate McDonald served in the Marine Corps as an intelligence operator for special projects. He was honorably discharged in 2012 after joint operations, combat tours, and multiple theaters. He now works as a consultant and subject matter expert supporting various U.S. government and military organizations. Nate has worked for multiple military and veteran organizations over the last decade and now serves as the vice president and chief operations officer for Irreverent Warriors. Welcome to the podcast, Nate. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Great. So Irreverent Warriors love what you guys are doing. Um, we, our J-Dog Foundation is a huge supporter of you guys. And Jerry even finally got a chance to hike this past June, 14 miles in Philadelphia and the new back and the new knee held up great. He, he did awesome. So, um, you guys are doing great things. So, um, but before that, can we, can you just talk a little bit about your military service? Absolutely. Uh, I got into the Marine Corps in 2005, um, didn't really have a huge uh, military presence in my, in my relatives, uh, my family. I had a couple that served in the guard, but um, that, that was about it. My grandpa, on the other hand, was a half-track commander in World War II and wow. uh, used to go fishing with him. Uh, he died when I, was a, when I was a kid, but he had instilled this pride in, in sense of service. To his country, uh, just sharing about his service. He wasn't one of those war storytellers. Um, he, he just, you could tell anytime he talked about his service in the army, he just beamed. Mm. So uh, that, that was enough to kind of spark my interest. Uh, I ended up going to college. And then shortly after college, I knew it was now or never. It was time, time to join up. Awesome. So um... Can you think of an aspect of your military career that, that might have impacted you while you were serving? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I learned a ton from the experience. I really did. Uh, I joined when I was 21, so I had a little life expectancy under my belt or <laughs> experience under my belt, rather. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and really came into it with the right mindset. You know, it wasn't, uh, you know, what what can the Marine Corps do for me or how can I escape my way through? I was really interested in, in serving my country. Um, ended up getting into military intelligence, uh, electronics, ground warfare, and managed to do what I wanted to do, which was I wanted, uh, I wanted my clearance and I wanted to be able to work tactically with teams in deployment, deployed environments. Um, and that just really transitioned well into my civilian career. Wow. Um, the experience really set me up. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's really great. So uh, tell me about Irreverent Warriors. What are you guys doing there? Absolutely. So I found out about Irreverent Warriors in 2018. Uh, one of my friends was trying to get a hike started in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I was uh, working at Bragg as a contractor. And uh, 
I had a lot of really good connections there in Fayetteville. So I told him I'd help out. Um, and uh, between the two of us, we managed to coordinate the first hike in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And that's where I met uh, Danny O'Malley, the founder of Irreverent Warriors and Cindy. And they asked if I'd get more involved. Um, that, that event, that one event was a huge eye-opener for me. I thought it was just a ruck, you know? It was another uh, cool event with military and veterans. And the fact that it was an all-veteran environment all military and veterans in the hike. I was I was seeing people open up to each other in, in ways I'd never seen before. You know, people that were just strangers to each other were were sharing some of the deepest deepest darkest secrets of their life, and and really, it it was, there was a sense of camaraderie that was just so obvious among the participants. And uh, so they asked if I'd be more involved. I told them no, I was way too busy. Uh, and then I just became more and more involved because I was compelled to and irreverent warriors now over the last four years has grown immensely. We have over a hundred major events across the world. Um, we had our first Normandy hike this year. That was pretty awesome. I'm, I'm really hoping I get to go next year. And it's just been incredible to see the organization grow and, and the people, uh, the volunteers that we have across the organization grow along with us. So it's been a fantastic thing to be a part of. Right. And what, and you're all about, these hikes are all about mental wellness, correct? Absolutely. Our mission statement is bringing veterans together using humor and camaraderie to improve mental health and prevent veteran suicide. Um, that our, our whole mission, the, the unconventional method we use is these Silkies hikes, but it really could be anything. Honestly, the Silkies hikes, bring people out of their little bubble. Uh, it, it breaks down some walls. Uh, some of their masculine bravado kind of fades away when you're wearing tiny silk shorts. Um, <laughs> but it really helps people open up and relax a little bit. Um, and the unconventional therapeutic methods have worked. Like people, people come out of their shells, they open up and they're, they're really able to communicate about uh, some some of their things they encountered in their service or their struggles after service in a method that isn't uh, sanitary. It's not people sitting with a clinical therapist and trying to talk to a stranger. It's the way they've always communicated to their brothers and sisters. You know, it's sitting across from them, having a real conversation with someone that gets them. Right. Uh, and yeah, it's been really, really neat. Yeah. And uh, last year I actually was able to go and, uh, Jerry and I were in the safety vehicle because he had just had knee surgery. I remember <laughs> and, uh, that last yeah. August, yeah. And uh, I have to say that that for me as a civilian, that was an eye-opening experience for me, just to see um, the camaraderie and just to see that um, you know it, it's it it's all about um, getting away from isolation. And just being willing to be out there with your brothers and sisters is is just such an such an important transition for any veteran um, who's just getting out who is who is still struggling um, is not to isolate to make sure you're out there with each other doing crazy stuff. It's it it was really uh, it was really amazing, um, and I I I know that. You have to be a veteran to hike, but it's not I, what, like, what's the criteria? I think like, can they still serve have, I, I, cause I remember I thought that during our hike, 
we had stopped at, this was not this June, but last August, we had stopped at a destination and there were two guys that I think had just signed on the dotted line and hadn't gone to boot camp yet, but wanted to hike, but they weren't allowed to. So what, what is that criteria for, for being allowed to hike? Sure. So every, every nonprofit has to identify the demographic they're trying to serve. Of course. And for us, for us having that, that therapeutic environment for, for our target demographic, our irreverent warriors is, is about experience. Um, so a lot, a lot of our veterans, they'll easily open up to anyone, regardless of gender experience, MOS, whether or not you deployed, that doesn't matter. It's that the fact that you served. Um, so embracing that concept, uh, how we identify who can hike and who can't is you had to have completed basic training and gotten to your first duty station. If you're a guard or reservist, you know, you had to have completed basic training and, and been assigned to a unit. Um, that that's really it. Um, okay. it doesn't matter if you've served, it doesn't matter what you did or where you went. Um, if you served overseas, it doesn't matter as long as you have completed basic training and you're, you're one of the gang. Right. Got it. Listeners, we're sitting here chatting with Nate McDonald from Irreverent Warriors. He's the VP and COO. Um, if you want to find out how to get involved uh, and you want to know more about Irreverent Warriors, you can go to their website, irreverentwarriors.com, and I'll spell irreverent, I-R-R-E-V-E-R-E-N-T, and uh, you'll be able to find all the information there. You'll be able to join a newsletter. You'll, you can click on events and find out where all their ruck hikes are in the cities all over the country. And they also have Facebook. So check them out on Facebook and you can even research their cities where they're hiking by putting in uh, IW in the city and it'll take you to that Facebook group and you can actually join. And civilians, hey, you don't have to be left out. If you want to help and volunteer, they love their civilian volunteers. Um, they certainly need you during the hike. So uh, get in contact with them, check them out. So if you're a civilian, you obviously can't hike, but you want to get involved. So uh, what, what can civilians who are very patriotic and, and want to be involved, what, how can they support you? What can they do? Um, even like on a hike day or behind the scenes? Any number of things. I mean, for, for a hike day specifically, we all of our volunteers are generally civilians. Um, and they, they love to come out and uh, everything from managing registration to handing out waters throughout the event. And our veterans love that support. The fact that, you know, they can be there with their buddies, tell the jokes they want to tell, share the stories that they need to share with somebody they're not going to worry about offending. And then just see that community around them, whether it's sponsors or civilian volunteers or their spouse meeting them at a stop. It's, it's an amazing experience for them. So for sure, at the events, we ask you guys to come on out and volunteer. You can meet your people at the stops and wave, say hi, have a meal with them. Um, otherwise, we, we could definitely use support across the organization. And we have civilians in a few different roles that just want to be a part of the mission. Yeah, that's great. I know we drove the safety vehicle. That was really neat just to be able to 
to, you know, be a part of it and just be able to help. I know that that was very rewarding for me to be able to, to be involved in that way. So that, that's really great stuff. And, and we love supporting you guys. Hello, listeners. We really want to thank you for tuning in and enjoying all the episodes of Tactical Treasures. We're talking to amazing veterans and male spouses in the veteran space, and it's just been an amazing experience. And thank you so much for tuning in. But hey, if you want to check out JDog, look us up on jdog.com. And if you go to jdog.com, you'll find out everything about jdog. You'll be able to book a service, either junk removal and hauling or our carpet cleaning and floor care service. You can even look into our franchise or you can even look at employment. Our jdog franchise owners are hiring all across the country and they love to hire their fellow veterans and service members. And if you want to know more about our J-Dog Foundation, we're doing amazing things, supporting irreverent warriors and stop soldier suicide, preventing PTSD and combating veteran suicide. So check us out, jdog.com. Thank you. So let's dive into your treasure. I'm excited to hear what it is. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, you mentioned before we move, before we charge into that, you'd mentioned uh, transition and for certain, that was that was my eye-opening experience in regard to the mission that Irreverent Warriors is trying to accomplish. I made my transition out of the Marine Corps, and it wasn't under my own terms. Um, I got injured my last trip to Afghanistan, and I was told, if you're going to stay in, you're going strategic, no more tactical for you. Uh, and that's if you can stay in. And uh, it's not what I wanted to hear. Right. So I responded out of pride and went directly into contracting, um, kind of self, self-isolated because I'd split from my military family mm-hmm. and got into the contracting side of things and immersed myself in work. And right about the same time, I went through a divorce and uh, the love of my life, no longer the love of my life. And unfortunately, along with it was was my baby girl, just been born right before I deployed. Oh, gosh. So I, I encountered a lot, a lot of solitude and darkness and difficulty all Mm. at the same time. And I had almost no network to lean on. Mm. And that really showed me the devastating effects of isolation. And that's Mm. something I've kind of taken with me into irreverent warriors. And that kind of leads right into my my, uh, tactical treasure. Uh, My tactical treasure is uh, something that I heard early on as a kid. And it was People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that's something that just really resonated with me and it stuck with me. And it's been proved over and over and over, whether it was, you know, through college or through my military career contracting or now with the Reverend Warriors. The whole point is you can't truly impact someone unless they can see an investment from you. And that's really what a Reverend Warriors became. Uh, for me, it was a way for me to demonstrate that and also, you know, feel the rewards of that. Watch veterans invest in each other, not not just reach out in in a random moment, but but truly connect with each other, demonstrate that they care and then be able to impact them. You'd mentioned um, improving mental health and, and wellness. And that's really one of our core values as an organization is we want to drive a healthy culture in the veteran community. The, the veteran community is, a, is such a powerful thing, uh, and yet there are so many struggles present in 
almost every culture and the veteran community is no different. And we want to be that driving force behind healthy culture in the veteran community. My way of doing that and the way I encourage a lot of our staff members to do that is, is don't just preach at people. You can't walk up to a veteran and say, hey man, you're hurting yourself. You're sitting on your couch all day, every day. You're drinking your problems away, numbing the pain with medication. You're isolating. You're, you're actively killing yourself. You can't do this. You say that without connecting with the guy, without demonstrating that you care, and it's going to come across abrasive. They're not going to hear it the way you want to hear it. Mm. Now, if I grab one of my buddies by the front of the shirt and say, hey, bro, you're killing yourself. Get your butt up. Get busy. Get to the gym. I could say it twice as abrasive as that other guy, but because I'm connected to him, because he's my friend, because he knows I'm invested in him, it resonates differently. And for me, that's one of the reasons why Irreverent Warriors has the impact that it does in the veteran community, because we, we prioritize the connection first. We prioritize the community first, and then we drive that culture through that community that we facilitated. Right. And, you know, I've heard it said from a lot of veterans that the biggest thing for a veteran when they get out and they transition to civilian life is they've, they've lost that tribe and it, it's very difficult to find where their next tribe is going to be and what the next tribe looks like. And, and that's a lot of the struggle, um, and I think also too, when you look at veterans trying to transition into civilian workforce, that's it, it's even, I mean, your tribe is mostly made up of civilians and, and, you know, corporate America that doesn't get you. And I yep. think that that that's a, just a travesty. And I think that that's a lot of, of the struggle out there is finding that next tribe, but finding that next tribe that's going to get you. So I, I think IW is creating that next tribe. Yeah, we certainly try. I mean, like with any organization, uh, we're not for everyone. Uh, we have, we have people <laughs> attend our events and like, oh, it's a little obnoxious for me. Or, <laughs> you know, I, I don't feel like rucking. Uh, totally get it. But my encouragement is regardless of whether or not Irreverent Warriors is your tribe, uh, we will embrace you and we'll help you find your tribe because we understand the importance. Yeah, that's great. Great, great work. Yeah, we're really, we're really, um, we love what you guys do. Um, and uh, we we're so happy, you know, to be able to support, um, you know, your hikes and, and be able to get involved any way we can. It's really awesome. Oh, it's been, it's been fantastic getting to know J-Dog. Um, I mean, when, it, when we first discussed, you know, collaborating a little bit, we, I think we met through some, some mutual friends and partners, uh, both with J-Dog and Irreverent Warriors. And, I think we um, met through Grunt Style, actually. Yeah. Dan yeah, Grunt and Tim Jensen, I think, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And when we first had that, that first discussion, you guys were talking about support and how much you love the mission and want to be a part of it. But was it, one of the things that you stressed is something that we always look for. And so you said, we want a relationship. We want to be partnering with you and, and what your organization is trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that has been demonstrated. You guys have consistently showed that you want to be involved in our mission. And that means a lot, mm -hmm. uh, not only to me, but 
but to our organization. Sure. Your support has been fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, what we'd like to say to your fellow veterans and military service members, maybe getting out or transitioning piece of advice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people, they, they hear isolation and they, they think it's someone being alone, not having anyone around them. And something we touched on earlier was the fact that that, that isolation is sometimes social. Sometimes it's you're not connecting with the right people or they don't really get you. Um, my encouragement is that you need to work for health and wellness. It's not something you roll into. It's not something the VA or irreverent lawyers can provide. It's something you need to strive for. And it's going to be frustrating. You're going to get the wrong medications. You're going to see a therapist that isn't, isn't helping you. You know, you're going to connect with veterans that are toxic. It's going to happen. Don't give up. Stay involved, not only because it's going to save your life and improve your, the, your mental and physical well-being, but do it for your network. Do it for the rest of the members of the veteran community. Great advice. Great advice. Definitely. So if people want to find out about how to volunteer um, and support you guys on these hikes, or if there's veterans that want to find out if there's a hike in their city, how, how do we find you guys? Well, the easiest place with the most information is probably our website. It's irreverentwarriors.com. Okay. Um, I think I got it on my shirt, but there it is. That's how you spell it. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, it's a marketing nightmare. R, uh, <laughs> too many R's, not enough R's, an E instead of an A. We get every spelling under the sun, but okay. irreverentwarriors.com is our website. Okay. It has links for everything. You can check out our, our lead volunteers and national team. Otherwise, you can look up Irreverent Warriors on Facebook, and we have both a private group and our national page. You can check out information there as well. That's great. And can what if veterans, there's a veteran in the city that says, oh, I want to join IW. Is Can they join? Is, like, do you have an, a membership type of situation? Or is it just come on out and come to many as many ruck hikes as you can? Oh, it's a little bit of both. Um, you can sign up for our newsletter that'll keep you up to date on uh, what we have going on around the organization. Uh, there's a, a link for that when you check out our website. You can sign up for that. Otherwise, you can check out our local chapters. We have Facebook groups uh, located all over the all over the country and well, I guess now world. And if you look up IW, the letters IW, and then the city name, more than likely a, a group in your area will come up. Wow, that's great. A lot of information. That's terrific. Okay, well, you heard it here, guys. Transitioning veterans, go check out Irreverent Warriors and start rocking. <laughs> Absolutely. We'd love to have you guys. Nate, thank you so much for being on the podcast and taking the time to tell us all about IW. Great organization. You guys are doing good stuff. We love it. Um, and, uh, we'll take care and we'll talk soon. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've just had an amazing conversation with Nate McDonald, the vice president and COO of Irreverent Warriors. Veterans, 
active duty reservists. If you want to find out more about irreverent warriors and find a, a hike in your city or close to your city, go to irreverentwarriors.com. That's I-R-R-E-V-E-R-E-N-T, irreverentwarriors.com. And you'll be able to click on events and join a, and get their uh, monthly newsletter and see where all the hikes are located. They also are on Facebook as well. You can uh, search them on Facebook. They have Facebook groups that are dedicated to cities. You just type in IW in the city and it'll bring up that Facebook group and you can join. And hey, civilians, you can get involved too. If you wanna volunteer, they love their civilian patriot volunteers that help out with the hikes and they need that help. So check them out and get signed up. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now.